right, here we go. Uh, we are here. Vicious vows. Vows of the vicious. So, uh, what we uh, what we decided was we were going to talk about navigation this time. Yeah, directions. So, any of those people that have been out out in town knew a really good short. Any of those husbands that have been out in town husbands. knew a really good shortcut. And the GPS is like, oh, it's faster if you take this road. And the wife's like, hey, you just missed the turn. So you say, no, I know this shortcut. And then you start that argument of, you know, who's right, you or Siri. This is where we're going to talk about that. And this happens probably on a day. I feel like I said that on every episode so far. This happens on a daily basis, which is the point of the podcast. But this really does happen on a daily basis. And we were actually doing, we were doing a scavenger hunt this weekend with my family and it required Jeremy to do the navigation of it all. And there's a few times where we kept having to turn around and I was just thinking. Not because of my directions. The thing was legible. So you have to read it and it tells you turn left, turn right, things like that. So, and you were, so you were literally reading off of it and still couldn't get that right. Because I was distracted it's a scavenger hunt. You're looking for something. Here's my thing. This is what pisses me off. Trust the system. There's been so many times where I type in a, an address and we're always running late or maybe not running late, but I have anxiety about being late. You know what happened to the last so, person who said trust the system? His name is John Connor. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Something called Skynet. Terminator. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as my parrot just gets comfy on my shoulder. Hi, Sam. Um, so we're like on time. GPS tells us, or Siri tells us, you'll be there in 30 minutes. We have to be there in 40. And I'm like, okay, we're doing good. Making some time, making some time. And Jeremy's like, you know what? This way's quicker. And he veers off the path and he goes, I have the, what's your, what's your thing that you always say? I have the, the sense, instincts of the, a homing pigeon. That's what he always tells me. And it drives me crazy because this is then what happens. We go down his path, and I say, babe, this doesn't look right. Babe, it keeps telling us to turn around. Babe, it keeps getting, the time keeps yeah, getting longer and longer. Yeah, of course Siri's going to be saying and that goes, because she wants me to it. follow her directions. That's like his go-to saying, Notice I got it. Siri is not I got a guy. It. I got it. It's a girl's name. Lo and behold, Siri, he lo- fig- loses his train of, of thought or whatever and says, I can't figure out what it is, where we're at. I don't know where we're at That's anymore. never happened. And then we have to turn on the GPS and go all the way around and go all the way back. And before you know it, before be- having 10 minutes of time to spare, we're now late 30 minutes. That's never happened. It happens all the time. Exaggerations. It happens all the time. So typically what really happens is we're headed somewhere and I know, I know what traffic looks like on that road. I know what the stoplight system is, like the timing between the lights, how far the lights are from each other. And I know if I go down this road, I'm going to have to stop like every two seconds, accelerate, stop, accelerate, stop. And that drives me nuts. Whereas the other way, I know that there's no stoplights. I know that there's no traffic and I know I could probably go a little bit faster than the speed limit to get there faster. Siri doesn't track faster than the speed limit. At least I don't think so. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. That's why she tells you this route is two nah, minutes more. she doesn't more. know what she's talking about. That- <laughs> Seriously. Ask Siri right now. Ask her something. I bet you she gets all jumbled up and confused. Yeah, we should name it Jeremy, not Siri. 
Oh, okay. We're gonna go there. But we'll be in like a city that we've never been in before. Or we'll be in an area that we've never visited or we rarely visit. So even a homing pigeon wouldn't understand a foreign area. And Jeremy will be like, hey, I know how to get there. Babe, do you want me to put the directions in the phone? No, I know where to go. 20, 30 minutes later, I'm like, babe, where are we? And he's like, oh, I thought it was this way. And it's not. So here we go. The homing pigeon is a variety of domestic pigeon derived from the rock pigeon, selectively bred for its ability to find its way home over extremely long distances. The wild rock pigeon has an innate homing ability, meaning that it will generally return to its nest using magnetroception. So... I have that. I have magnetroception. (laughs) Where's your nest? I'm sitting in my nest right now. So every time we say, I say, babe, we have to go blah, blah, blah. And you say, I know how to get there. You're just navigating yourself back home. No, the, at that point, I'm not at that point. I'm more like a, I'm more like a cheetah sniffing out my prey or like a lion. What's your prey? Like a hungry lion. So you're just trying to get to the ne- next Mickey D's, not our actual destination. Maybe make. I think we just Burger figured King? out the problem. No, that's not the problem. I think we just figured out the problem. Let me finish talking about the. Jeremy gets pigeon. sidetracked and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go to the movies." Let me. And finish. then he smells food and he's like, "Oh, listen McDonald's. to this. Listen to this. This metro, this magnetoception. Excuse me, magnetoreception. Dude, I can't even. Do- it's hard to he say has the word. A- There's like seven <laughs> syllables in that word. Let's be honest. This made it relatively easy to breed from the birds that repeatedly found their way home over long distances. Flights as long as 1,800 kilometers. That's 1,100 miles recorded by birds in competitive pigeon Wait, did racing. you just do that math or was it in parentheses? I did that in my head. It was totally in parentheses. Yeah, it's in parentheses. <laughs> don't test me because I could do that in my head. Well, now it's already there, Watch, so what's I'll, the point? Okay, fine. Give me a number. Like 640 kilometers is 400 miles. Okay. <laughs> 80 kilometers per hour is like 50 miles per hour anyway oh flights God. as long as 1100 miles have been recorded by birds in competitive pigeon racing their average flying speed over moderate 640 kilometer distances is around 50 miles per hour but speeds of up to 90 miles an hour have been observed in top racers for short distances listen to this because of this skill homing pigeons were used to carry messages as messenger pigeons and they're usually referred to as pigeon post or war pigeon during wars you see that so they carry they carry messages between like war leaders and stuff like Genghis Khan communicating with Gandhi I don't know I don't know if they communicate I don't even know what you just said I'm saying they knew how to get so like if I'm out there on the battlefield and I need to send a message to somebody else back home and this is before like cell phones and and google and stuff and i need to send that message back home to like my leader i use a homing pigeon all right let's let's and the homing pigeon finds its way to somewhere that it's never been so i clearly have instincts of a homing pigeon i can find my i can find my way anywhere but not the right place i give you that you find your way anywhere but it's not the place that, or the right destination so let's go to let's go to let's flip the script okay let's go to your this is how driving with cassandra goes so she puts it in her gps we get on our way 
GPS says take a left, so she takes a left. Then GPS says take a right, she takes a right. Then GPS says in 500 feet, make a U-turn. Okay, so she makes a U-turn. Then it says take a left. So now it's like, where is this lady taking me? And she gets so frustrated, she starts getting so mad. And then guess who gets it? Siri, Siri ain't getting slapped in the chest. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. And as soon as I say something like, Babe, turn right here, or just go right here. I know how to get there. Oh! I get, I get the oh, shot to the gut or the shot to the chest. That's not even yeah, how it goes. That's exactly so how it goes. This is usually how it goes. I tell Jeremy here, put it in the phone and tell me where to go as I'm driving. As we're passing the damn street, he's like, "Oh, you're supposed to turn right there." That's not how that's this works. That's what you do. No, all the t- that's exactly I, because what if you I do. tell you ahead of time, you start saying, "Don't tell me how to or, drive." Or it'll be, I'll be in the I middle where, lane, I know and I'm instead, doing. Of, I'll have to turn left, and I'll be in the middle lane. And right as we're pulling up to the streetlight that I have to turn left on, he's like, "Turn left, turn left, turn left, turn left," and starts screaming it at me, and I'm like why wouldn't you have just told me to get in my left lane a mile back and then I oh my god i wish that was the case i wish i could just give you the directions up front but you're so busy listening to like some crappy rap music on the radio or something like that that you get distracted by like slanging dope or like or like gucci gangs or like i don't listen to gucci gangs first of all or something along those lines and then you start thinking about like all this different like gangster stuff that you could be doing in life except driving and then as soon as i give you the real directions like as we go play by play like turn left here i think he's delirious now it's time to make a turn talking out of his ass because i have no idea what he's talking about that's not making any sense that's the problem What's the problem? Is that you don't understand me. I'm sensitive. What? This this took a weird turn. Boom. Took a oh. weird turn. So when we have these arguments, it usually ends up being right. one of us super frustrated. Yeah, but I'm always right. And then the bad part is usually it's because we're going somewhere. So we're going we're going to someone's house or we're going to hang out or meet up with someone. And so I'm pissed off at him. He's annoyed with me. And now we're like, shit, now we have to be in front of people and we hate each other. (laughs) Yeah, well, the problem is that by the time we get there, I've already assumed that I'm I've already figured out that I was right. And if I tell you that I'm right, I get punished for being right. Oh, my God. When you know that I'm right, you're pissed off that I was right. No, by the time we get there, literally by the time, because Jeremy is taking us on a wild goose chase all around the fucking state of Arizona. No, directions are things that guys just, like, instinctively have. Let's talk about that time where you wanted to take your grandma out to dinner and your poor grandma you drove her like 45 minutes to a place to eat top golf top golf was on the other side of the town it took 45 minutes to get there yeah but you're really bad at that like timing stuff you're bad at that as well when it comes to directions like you want to go somewhere i leave to work it's at the same time every day and get there on time every day because i know exactly how long it takes me to get there how long it takes me to walk from my car to my desk and how long it takes me to log in well you have to do that for five days at like in a row so i'm i would be kind of worried if you didn't know i'm just saying timing is like my thing i know exactly how long it's gonna take me to do something imagine or let's try if you really want to talk about timing tell a woman to get dressed and get ready to go to dinner 
and see if you can just guess how long it's going to take. Nobody knows. Well, it depends. Be- yeah, exactly. Nobody knows. <laughs> but really, it depends. All you have to do is shower, shave, and freaking put your dirt on the boots on. Yeah, my thing is I know, I know how long it takes me to get somewhere because I know exactly how to get there. If you start taking, if you start telling Siri to take us their own route or something like that, my timing is completely thrown off. So I want to go my way because I know how long my way is going to take. That's all I'm saying. Here's a challenge for you if you really want to test it. Let's go, let's go hiking somewhere, and let's see if, let's see if you I can figure out how to get. Would rather die, a slow, painful death of like being stabbed with dull knives. Then go hiking with you with no map, no compass, no nothing. A better pl- Okay, here we go. How about this? This is a story for you guys. This is our first year in our house. And to celebrate our first year in our house, because we just had Christmas, we decided to get a real Christmas tree. And I was going to cut this down with my hands, so I wasn't going to go and get it off of a lot. We'd never been, we'd never cut down a tree in Arizona before. In New Mexico, I could, I knew exactly where to go to go cut down a Christmas tree. But in Arizona, I had no idea because where we live, so like in the actual valley, in the desert, there's, there's no trees. There's no, no Christmas trees at all. Yeah. It's like, are we going to get a palm tree? We can find one of those really easily. Yeah, for sure. So we had to go up north into the mountains to go and find these trees. So I googled, you know, where to get the where to get the tree permits. You could go to the ranger station down here in Phoenix, and then they sell it to you for the national forest. But there's like two national forests that divide up Arizona, basically. And so we went to the east forest. I'd never been up there. She'd never been up there. But I give her a map, a physical map, to try and locate. <laughs> the, a, a, a general area of where we could, in, where we could hold cut. on in my defense when i started driving we already had smartphones so i've never once had to use a map so that was literally the first time i've ever had to use a map driving like an actual map like i've used a map at disneyland we didn't have like smartphones when you were 16 i i know i didn't start driving when i was 16 i don't think we had it when you were 17 Probably not when I was 17, but I went, I didn't drive outside of my small town that True. I lived and went to school. So I'm saying I've never had to use, nav- I guess I, I've never, the first time I've had to use actual navigation, I had a smartphone. I think once you've driven around Virginia you and you can like figure out how to navigate Virginia. Well, here's the thing is because where we grew up and where we live now, it's like a grid. So all main sh- major streets run across the valley. So it kind of helps to navigate and learn where things are when the city's on a grid. Because I know, okay, if it's odd f- of Bell Road and 51st Street, if that's even a thing, like I know how to get there. No matter where I'm at, just find Bell and then go down. Whereas in Virginia, that never happened. There was like a few freeways, but other than that, there was not like it wasn't a grid it was random roads like switchbacks and stuff like that so what he's saying is if you're able to navigate through a place like that because i'm sure virginia is not the only state that isn't on a grid like arizona and new mexico or albuquerque is i guess so back to the christmas tree story so we we start driving i hand her a physical map and i say you're gonna navigate 
and she goes okay yeah i'll do it she gets kind of excited because first she gets, time she gets to play like the like the main part virgin. in this story wait so she first thing i i told her exactly where i even clipped the pages so that she could turn between the pages i told her exactly where we had to go first thing is where are we going this this map ends right here and i'm like yeah that's why you gotta go to the next page because that's where the map and, but and it wasn't even the next page she's like go to page 71 and i was like on page 15 i was like why doesn't it just continue so she figures that part out and then we figure out where the location is so she has to follow certain roads up to the edge of this map and then flip the page and then go to the next map and then the Not road continues. Not flip the page. Go to freaking anyway. halfway in the atlas to get to the next fucking road. <laughs> so, we start, <laughs> so we start making our way up there and it's pretty easy when all she has to do is pick out like the main highways but as soon as we got on like got to where she needs to start picking out state roads it was like I swear she was closing her eyes and then just like pointing somewhere and being like oh this is where we have to go i was i totally was i was looking for forests that said like national forest or had a name like tonto forest or this forest and i picked a row next to it because we were getting a tree there's trees in the forest when you think about it you're looking at a map and you're like where can i find a christmas tree you think well what is a christmas tree it's a tree you get in the forest so, they so where named, are you gonna find those trees <laughs> in the forest they name state roads which are typically just dirt roads anyway so she tells me to go she locates this dirt this dirt road that we have to go on and she's like oh yeah this is the one we get on it and it's basically like a small loop through like a little like, camping pull off the side of the road park area and then we decide okay we're gonna abandon that one so then i tell her okay you know pick a better one so she ends up picking one and it's the main road that goes into like the actual park service park area where you have to pay to get in there. You have to stop by the ranger station and pay to get in there. Obviously, we can't cut down any Christmas trees in there. When did that happen? That was the the turn on the left that we had to pull over on the shoulder, and then you were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. And then that's when you threw in the towel, and you're like, "Forget it." Now this is this is my. There's point. a Home Depot down the road. Yeah. Just go buy a tree there. This is my this is my point. Is so we had no cell service, so it made me immediately think of. What the hell is going to happen to the women in this world when cell phones go down? But that's just it, because you depend on something. So it wasn't a dire need to find a place to cut down a a Christmas tree, you know? I wasn't going to die of starvation that day. So it wasn't something that I had to do. If I had to find my way around using a map because I was about to die and the zombie apocalypse broke out, I'm, I can do it. I'm not an idiot. I just, I choose, women are smart. We choose what we want to do and what we don't want to do, what we like and what we don't like. And if we don't want to do it and we don't like to do it, guess what? We don't do it. We're just smart. Why am I going to waste that brain smart. space? We're just smart. Why am I going to waste that brain space to learn how to read a freaking map when I have a cell phone that in probably 10 years is going to just hook up to my car and drive me there? Then why did it take you guys so long to vote? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Anyway, so here's the here's my biggest worry in this world. Maybe not my biggest. I was worry. gonna say, man. But one your of your life must one be of my easy. If you ever met our cocker spaniel, you would think like, this this isn't this isn't a real dog. This must just be like a stuffed animal because he, the movement that incurs in his body is usually just from like, 
changing positions and sleeping. <laughs> He's my soulmate. So my my fear and what I imagine now after you know seeing how bad she is with, with the physical map is cell phones go down. I'm depending on her to come find me because you know like we got separated or we, I was at work and she was at home or I was somewhere and she was and we were separated and I know she's got to come to work. she's got to come meet me somewhere and I say hey I'm I'm located off Wait, of this Wait, how, how would you tell me where you were? I send you Morse code. <laughs> through what? Yeah, that that should be another podcast Through what? Through what? What do you mean through what? How do you send Morse code? Beep 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 beep. No, I know what Morse code is, but how would you send it if all the cell phones are down? I send you smoke signals now. See? But see what I'm saying? And what, your story doesn't make sense. It but if never you, Okay, so here's here's what it is. So you know where I'm at. How about that? You know where I'm at. If I know where you're at, then I know how to get there. No, you know where I'm at. If you're at work and I'm at home, I know how to get to work. I work at the If I told place. you I was at the outlet malls in, in, in Anthem. I get there. I totally get there. It has a big sign. I don't think it has a Take sign. Take the 303 to the 17 to... You see that big, long, glowy sign. You can see the sign from work. Okay. What if I said that... What if I said that I was at Rocky Stadium... The Rocky Spring Training Stadium. Okay, I could do that. Down in Mesa. How do you get there? Well, there's a few different ways. I mean, I would take the... (laughs) (laughs) I would take the 303 to the 10. Okay. Okay. And then when it says spring training exit here, I would exit Get out of town. You're not even close. I don't even know if it is in Mesa, is it? You don't even know. It's at the Saltwater Stadium, isn't it? Saltwater Stadium? Salt think, River Stadium? I think it's I think it's off the 60. I'm pretty sure it's off the 60. Anyway, neither here nor there. That point is null and void. One fish, two fish. But that's what I'm saying. So if But if somebody told me how to get there, I'd be able to find it. Well, I would be able to find nah. it. I could find it, but... There's a difference between being able to get there and me telling you about it right now than me being, oh, I'll find it eventually. Oh, man. I could find it eventually. This is going to have to be tested out because I don't think you could ever find it. I think you need a freaking, like, I'd have to I'd have to launch, like, a giant hot air balloon that glows in the dark so for you to So, this is how out. we deal with directions because we, this is one of the things as soon as we Jerry get Jerry puts on his seatbelt and shuts up. Yep. This is we have been fighting about navigation and directions literally since we got together. Oh, you want to tell him? You want to tell him that story? Because we can tell him that story. I don't know what you're talking about. The one where we went off roading and you had to be home. God. Okay, so I'll tell the story. Okay, but you better tell it right because you know I knew how to get there. This is my story. So. My parents. I've already mentioned this. I think that they are. They were very very strict and. Literally couldn't do anything with Jeremy unless my little brother went along with us. Finally, one day, my dad, I don't know what was wrong, but he said, yeah, you can hang out with Jeremy, but you have to be home by 9, was it? Uh, It was 11. It was definitely 11. Was it 11? Yeah. It was a Saturday, right? Uh, I don't know if it was. I think it was the summertime, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, Anyway, I had to be home by a certain time. We'll, We'll say 11. I doubt my dad ever let me stay out that late. I'm thinking it was 9. No, it was 11. Anyway, so we wanted to go off-roading where there was no cell service, the same place that Jeremy almost killed me that we mentioned in the last episode. 
And I know that canyon like the back of my hand. Because he's a homing pigeon. Yep. So we're in the canyon. We're off-roading. We're going all over the place. And I look at the time and I was like, uh, Jeremy, I have to be home in an hour. I think it was like an hour and a half. I was like, we should start getting back because we had been out there for, for a while. And he was like, no, 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 we'll just go through the back road and get out through Santa Clara. So two ways to get back to my house was either going back the way we came from, which would have taken us like probably an hour to an hour and a half. We had to go all the way back out through the canyon, through Los Alamos, down the hill into Espanola. This other way would, if we found the right road, literally just take one straight shot into Santa Clara Pueblo and that would cut cut off probably like 45 minutes of the time, right? Because it was like straight shot through the canyon. Yeah, it was about, it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. So Jeremy was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. We'll just go through the, the canyon and get out through Santa Clara. And I was like, I don't think you know which road that is. Because we've taken the road up from Santa Clara into the canyon. But I've never been with you to take it out back the other way. Yeah, me, Alan, Aaron. Have, have so I was done. like, no, there's no way we're going to be able to do that. So, time comes where it's, like, 40 minutes until I have to be home. And I was shitting bricks because I knew if I didn't get back... Because, again, this was, like, the first time my dad was like, fine, you want to go out and hang out with your boyfriend and a bunch of guys, fine, but you have to be back by this time. And now I just realized that. What if you guys murdered me and I was in the middle of a canyon by myself with no cell phone service and I was dead? Wouldn't do me any good then. I mean, now you got this life insurance policy, but... What an idiot. Thanks, Dad. Anyway, so Jeremy was like, <laughs> I need to stop listening to murder podcasts. <laughs> anyway, so Jeremy's like, oh, I got it. I got it. So we go down this road. We're going all the way down this road, probably like 25, 30 minutes down, have to be home in like 15 minutes, and we get to a closed road sign, and it was blocked off. And I started freaking out. And I was like, now we have to go all the way back up through that road we just went down, which was 20 minutes, out through the canyon, all the way around through Espanola, or Los Alamos down to Espanola. That's going to be an hour and a half. I'm going to be like an hour and 20 minutes late or whatever. You want to take it from here? Because I don't know what happened from here. You picked the wrong story. You picked when your brother had to be back for graduation. That's what you're thinking of. You're thinking, I don't even know what you're talking about now. When we had your brother and we went off-roading with your brother down in the canyon, then he had to be back No. for his graduation. We went and we found a road. We hit a road close sign. We didn't hit a road close sign when we went the back way because I knew exactly how to get there. You were scared because oh, it was getting dark. No, no, no. I just – so I'm, I know what we're – now I know what we're talking about. You're right. The road close sign was the time for my brother's graduation, but everything else of that story was right. the old story. Yeah. Right. And so we, we go – so basically we went down the hill. We went to the right. Through the about woods. To grandmother's to, house we go. About 300 meters to the east and then took another right. <laughs> You're so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but seriously, no, no, no. That's In my head, That that's really playing out. Like, I could see it right now just driving, like, over which it. hill I need to go up, how far up the road it, it is before the next turn, things hey, like that. Little Red Riding, Riding Hood. Get so anyway, point. so we get to the other side and it's there is a gate that's closed but there's no lock on it. So we're able to open the gate. I thought there was, wasn't there another time though, when there was a lock and you guys broke the lock off and I was like freaking out. There might've been, that might've been the time actually. Might've been it. I don't know. We did. I think we had Aaron with us that time. Ricky and Aaron. That was the same night that the, that we found the lake or not found the lake, but that was the day after you guys found the lake, you were taking me to go see it. And that was the same night that the cows were chasing Aaron and 
uh, dop key in the back of your truck. It might have been it. So we find the gate, and I knew from the gate it was a straight shot to the road, to the paved road. But So anyways, we find the gate. So I knew that we were in the clear. We hit the road. We make it all the way there. It was like it was like one minute before 11 that we got there. So, I mean, I timed it just perfect. And I knew in my mind that it was going to be on time. And just like I said earlier, I know how long it's going to take me to get somewhere as long as I've, like, done that before. <laughs> I know how long it's going to take me to get there. I knew exactly when we had to leave. I knew exactly where we had to go and didn't have a single problem getting there. So as soon as we got there, everything was all gravy. Nobody I was like was, three minutes nobody late. Nobody was late. I don't think you were late. I was the three minutes you were late. because you were making out with me as soon as we pulled Ew, in. Ew, that's so gross. What? The, how's that gross? That reminded me of another story, but has nothing to do with navigation. But can I share it? No. It's relevant. What if I said no? It's relevant to the story. If I say no, what are you going to do? Why would you say no, though? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, same canyon. We're off-roading. We're in our friend's car. What kind of car did Evan even have? Evan? Yeah. He had a forerunner. So we're in a forerunner, like a night no, it was an eighty forerunner, like in the eighties, right? Yeah, it was like a it was like a eighty like an eighty six forerunner. And he gets a Pathfinder, flat, Pathfinder. Pathfinder, that's, what it, Pathfinder, that's what it was, yeah. Did he get a flat tire? <laughs> yeah. Got a flat tire. Hang on, wait, let me preface this story. After every single after every single football game or excuse me, football practice, because we would get out early on Thursdays because we didn't have to do conditioning and stuff it was like our tradition to go off-roading so we would always go off-roading as soon as we got out of practice you that you and kenna that time were there Mm -hmm. and we decided to take you guys with us but oh how lucky are we so the previous week that we did it evan had popped his tire and we used his spare and he hadn't replaced the spare tire did i know that no no you didn't know that i'm just i'm saying but that's that's what had to preface this story i was gonna say because i don't think i would have agreed to do that if had i known that because i was smart anyway so we got a flat tire again canyon no cell service we were screwed i think we were i think we were expecting other people to find us because a bunch of people not a bunch of people but other people were supposed to meet us out there but we weren't in a place that we normally were anyway minutes turned into hours it was cold it was winter time and he couldn't no he didn't get a flat that's what it was it was he ran out of gas oh and we we ran out of gas up there because his gas gauge didn't work and so that yeah 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 that's what happened so we went over the hill and through the woods that they had blocked because they had blocked off a certain part of the pumice mine so we had gone over the hill and then that's when he ran out of gas. And, and it was wintertime. Not normal territory, a place we usually don't go. Yeah. So we were terrified no one was going to find us. It was winter <laughs> in the mountains. So the car couldn't be on with the heater. Yeah, so we had to make a fire. What ended <laughs> up happening? We, somebody got a hold of, I think it was like Danny B that came up there and brought us some gas or whatever. But But we didn't have cell service. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah we did. I didn't think we had cell service. My phone, I think one of our phones was dead or something like that. Because that was like another time where I got home just in time. Like literally made it home by the skin of my teeth. Not my fault though. Evan's gas gas gauge didn't work. I think we actually told my parents what had happened like when we got service and they were like, oh, okay, just make it home safe. Maybe. Either way, back back to the navigation part. 
clearly based on our previous experiences i have a, a track record of knowing how to get well let me let me get, get back to what i was originally saying before you interrupted me so i said i was saying so this is how we usually deal with it we usually just put it in the hands of whoever is driving so if i know where to go or if i don't trust that jeremy knows how to get there and i know i want to be there on time i just say okay i'll drive and that's the end of it but if i really don't know where we're going and I feel risky that day and think, eh, I'm okay to get lost or be late today. I let Jeremy drive. Yeah, Frank, get out of here. <laughs> so but that's really what happens. Because when I drive, when I say I'm going to drive, you really don't bother me. Yeah, and when I drive, I don't bother him. You bother the shit out of me. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Mm-mm. About everything. Mm-mm. Yeah, change the radio station. I'm sick of <laughs> listening to this music. Because you listen Why are you to the going same this song way? over and over again. What's taking us so long? I'm starving. Are we there yet? I don't want to go anymore. You're such an asshole. You piece of shit. <laughs> Whoa, that escalated quickly. No, nah, you don't. You don't usually say that. Well, you do call me. Sometimes you call me that, but that's so we have argument. ten more minutes. I found this really funny article I want to share, and like get your opinion on it. Don't get so close to me. Just because I thought it would be super funny. So this is from GoodHousekeeping.com. And it's called Marriage Advice, Stop Having the Same Fight. And the preface of it says, if you two keep having the same fight, break the habit, have a much happier marriage. I just started laughing because I think the same fight that we have over and over and over again, we bring it up purposefully, I think, to argue about. And that's just like... Because it doesn't get resolved. Usually what happens is I have to just basically concede because you have when you're mad you have literally like no sense but that's but i feel like that's just how our relationship works and that's the main reason we started the podcast too is just because we yeah, we argue because, a lot yeah and i get to finally resolve let me tell you issues. what it tells you so it says state step one take a seat at the start of your next tiff you'll probably feel the urge to wag your finger at your husband and remind him that you've told him a hundred or thousand times that he just did ticks that he what he just does ticks you off but rather than pressing the point, literally keep your hands at your sides and say it's something like this. Honey, can you please sit down with me now? Because I want to talk to you about something. You'd laugh at me if I told you that. If I ever said, honey, can you please sit at the table? I need to talk to you about something. He'd probably think I was going to tell him I got pregnant. No. That, that we just, you just told me. So here's what happened. Last night we were laying in bed next to each other. And she goes, I have to tell you something. But it's really embarrassing. And I was totally, I was... I was so sincere. I was like, it's okay, babe. I was like, what's going on? Tell me about it. I roll over to like hear what she has to say. And we so we were looking for a movie to watch earlier. And she knows that I don't like scary movies. But she always wants to watch them. And so she knew that I would be scared to watch the movie It. And so she's scared of clowns. And I knew that she didn't want to watch it. <laughs> so I was calling her bluff while she was calling my bluff because I was telling her that she could pick the movie. So you put the preview on and I forced myself to watch the preview and like not like cover my face or like make any faces or anything just so that way he'd be like, yeah, we're not watching it. <laughs> yeah. So eventually she she gave in and she was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. And so that was that, that whole thing was done and over with. I watched my own movie. And so then she tells me i gotta tell you something but it's really embarrassing so i thought it was going to be like a like a sincere moment like oh man you know something's going on she's about to tell me something jeremy put on your game face don't embarrass her <laughs> you know make her feel comfortable with telling oh, you these kind of nice so things sweet. so i roll over i'm like yeah what's going on babe and i put my arm around her Aww. and she 
she leans over and whispers to me. She goes, I'm really scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I was shitting bricks the whole night. <laughs> it was like, so funny because after we watched. That's how bad you wanted. That's how bad you just wanted to win. Is you were willing to put yourself in the fucking worst position possible. <laughs> it was pitch black. Well, he was still watching a movie. But, like, every time I... Because we have this huge standing mirror, leaning mirror next to my side of the bed. And so all that was giving light was the TV. And so I kept looking in the mirror. And I swear I kept seeing clown faces. And it was, like, freaking me out. So I had to tell him. So anyway, that's step one. Step two is uncover the subtext. Once you're sitting down, no matter what the conflict is, fight the impulse to blame your husband and spell out. Wait, sorry, lost my place. Fight the impulse to blame your husband and spell out in excruciating detail what he was, what he has, what has gone wrong. While you're at it, don't indulge that desire to say, how many times do I have to tell you this? Either instead, act like a detective. Your goal is to figure out what your partner was thinking. So, yeah, I wish you would try to figure out what I was saying. I mean, we, most I, of the time my thoughts are genuine and and I'm just trying to make you happy with everything. I did pretty good today, I would say. What, were the, you, what was upsetting today? I feel like I could have gotten a little frustrated with you today because I had asked him yesterday if he would help me clean today because it was my first week working Monday through Friday. Usually I have three days off during the week. And so I was kind of stressing out that I had to get everything accomplished that I usually get accomplished in two days done in one. We should have, I told you that we could have, that I would have helped you, but your plan was to clean on Saturday. Yeah. No, but, I, no, I know. We changed our plans. Okay. So I had asked him yesterday, can you help me clean tomorrow? And you never said yes or no. I wasn't really expecting him to, but instead football, as i was Sunday, cleaning, I Jeremy and his friend were watching football and I didn't complain once. You're right. So I did really good. It, there was a, like a second where I was like, are you effing kidding me? Jeremy's li- sprawled out on the couch. I wasn't and sprawled out. I was like just enjoying like yourself. To the side but you were bit. sitting on the couch and yeah. he, what did you say but to I me? I looked really good. Oh, I told him I was going to start vacuuming or putting the iRobot on. And he was like, she's so loud. Why do you got to do it now? And I was I like, really? Like but so I did good. I've been doing better. You're going to read another step or what? Step three. How many steps are there? I don't know. I think this is the last one. Yeah. Step three offers solutions. The final step is the one that most couples skip when they argue about mediation techniques. And that's a key reason why they remain stuck bickering merry-go-round for years. Here's the agenda. You must each come up with a few possible solutions. Hey, we do that. We do do that. Yeah. Every time. But it's for the big fights. I and think. my solutions are usually the better ones. Oh, my God. We come up with them together. And we I do. think that's what's helpful. But, like, and we usually only do that for big fights. Like, if we get really upset with each other, then we'll, like, talk about it. about the latest big fight? No. I think that should be a separate episode where we can tell them, like, the... The, I bought all this stuff like those fights we could tell them because the funny thing is I think in our whole entire marriage we probably only had like one serious big fight and then the rest of our big fights weren't serious yeah they're more like Cassandra temper tantrums that escalate that really uh, problem is when she gets <laughs> mad if I don't get mad with her she gets more mad but jeremy's so, like, so good at being calm and collected and that pisses her off even and it, more but you used to just like be calm and collective and like succumb and like be like really 
I don't know, like because yeah, I used to nasty. laugh at you, and then you would get so mad that you would find little things to dig, and you'd be like, "But now you pr- you provoke me." You'd be like, "You'd be like, oh, you you, you got that tiny penis too, or something." <laughs> and now he provokes me. Like I'll say I'm gonna do something, he'd be like, "Well, you better hurry up," or like. <laughs> like provokes me so it just escalates and escalates and escalate so we'll have to do a whole new episode about sharing with our funniest fight moments because looking back there's some really good ones really funny ones anyway so i think i think for the most part the navigation thing that's never gonna that's never gonna go away however we should make it pretty clear that guys as a general rule are good with directions. I agree with that. So I, I you should just ba- understand that I agree when that. I say that I want to go a certain direction, I'm going to go that direction because okay. if I'm good so, at something, it's that. I agree with you, but when it's a place that you've literally never been before, but or I know never been how to before, get there. then maybe at least just listen to what Siri has to say. Nah, fuck Siri. Just give her a chance. I have a British guy. He's super nice and helpful. I'd rather ask Alexa. I'd totally be cool with getting one of those little direction things that, that works on Alexa now. Alexa's cool as shit. I can hang out with Alexa all day long. I hate her. What? She's listening right now. I don't care. She, bitch oh, yeah? knows I don't like her. Oh, yeah? What? Alexa, bark like a dog. Oh, we got the volume down. She's barking, though. She does everything I say. That's the best woman oh. ever. Oh, yeah? You want to go and marry yourself? Okay, Blade Runner. <laughs> good one <laughs> alright so we're out of time and we are going to close this out again by asking that anybody if you have funny stories about about incidences related to the topic yes email us that would be so funny maybe we can start to if you guys send us enough maybe we can start doing like every other episode right. or other extra episodes of reading, reading your guys' stories. funny stories. I'm not real big on the social media thing. We do have social media. We opened it up like, for the podcast, but honestly, we just... Uh, bleh. Yeah, we're over social media. So, Facebook is like the bane of my existence. Yeah, Everybody's drama it. comes from Facebook. Did anyway, you see that post that so-and-so put up? No, I didn't anyway, see it. So email us at double V as in Victor podcast at, gmail. at gmail.com funny stories. Also, please... Please just re- press <laughs> Wait a, a like second. We- or a, a review, like more likely a five-star review if you'd ever be so kind because iTunes is getting really upset that we don't have any reviews. So whoever's listening to this, it's super simple. Just look at your phone, press the five-star give us a review. <laughs> so we did get feedback on the on the gay relationship. Apparently it's not not all sunshine and rainbows oh i see what you did there with the uh they don't exactly sync the way that i thought that they synced as far as like i said being the same and being, having right. the same personality it might just be women because they were because they were two women versus two men because when you get those hormones running in a woman there's like no telling what that temper is gonna do but like yeah. guys guys don't have that problem guys can sync up and, hey bro What's anyway, up, so we want to get more listeners and then we'll start having guests on our podcast because I'd lo- love to have my cousin and her girlfriend and then our two really good friends have been asking to be on it and they're super funny. Yeah, Jimmy um, and Tina. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Again, send us an email, rate and review. That would be fantastic. 
And remember, you may be married, but you're not dead. <laughs>